Praise the Lord. All right, so we are going to be talking about how to find and follow, right, God's purpose for your life. How many of you want to know that? And so the very first thing we ask for is that God should reveal his purpose for us. Amen. In this month of timely delivery, this is the first prayer we are going to be having. At the end of this service, we are going to be interceding. Amen. Praying for one another. Asking God for the revelation of his purpose. How to find and follow. It's one thing to find. It's another thing to follow. Your life purpose. Amen. Please help me ask your neighbor. Say my neighbor. No, help me tap them. Say my neighbor. Why are you here? Uh, Say my neighbor. Why are you here? Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God has an expectation. God has what? An expectation. This translation says to give you a future and a hope. So there is a future God has set for you. And our prayer this morning and this month of timely delivery is that God will reveal that to us. Amen. You are, we are not too young or too old to ask what God has in stock for us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Psalm 22 verse 10. Psalm 22 verse 10. Psalm 22 verse 10. He said, I was cast upon you from birth, from my mother's womb, you have been my God. I was cast upon you from birth, from my mother's womb, you have been my God. Amen. So before you were born, this interaction between you and God has been taking place. Before you were born, this spiritual transaction between you and the Lord, the Lord approached you before time, engaged with you before time, and shared his heart with you before time. Are you listening? Praise the Lord. You are on a journey. This journey did not start here. Before time, there was a spiritual conversation that took place. And the content of that conversation revealed God's concern for a certain set of people. His worry for a certain set of people. God had a problem. And then he approached you before time before consciousness. And then he told you that there was something that he wants you to do. And then you agreed to do it. And I'll tell you why I know you agreed to do it. You know why? Because you are born again today. And then because of that, he then told you before your consciousness that the planet I am sending you to, you need an earthly suit. You know, like we go to space today, we wear a space suit. You can't go with this body to space, can you? So before time, 
you couldn't come down here without a suit. So he said, I will give you a suit, a body. He said, but you don't just drop from the sky. We don't just appear in Mars. No. Ah, do you know how much billions they spend preparing the womb that will birth a man on Mars? They call it NASA. <laughs> do you know how many engineers it takes? And they call it the capsule. Some succeed, some are aborted. And the one that succeed, they launch them. We call it delivery. And they launch them. And then they land in space. This womb called space. This womb called the shuttle. Lots of engineers. Technical people. Now, brilliant people. You can't just put a mop head behind and say, what is this? What is this? I wonder what this button does. <laughs> no, no, no. And then on the big day, there's a countdown. Everybody holds their breath because it can go either way. And so they wrap this human into another body, right? Called a spacesuit. And then put that body in a capsule called a technological womb. And they spend time preparing, feeding, nurturing, engaging, testing. And they get the best brains in the world to come and imitate what God did with you before consciousness. Do you understand? And then they launch man into space. And they launch man into Mars. And now we are testing other planets to find out whether there is water or life or not. That is human. Amen. So God gave you a space. And then God said, well, we don't just drop into this planet. You have to be wrapped in a capsule. And it's called a womb. And the Lord said, where can we find a womb? And he said, well, I know what I'm going to do. I need to rent a womb. Just for this purpose. And then he looked for your mother. And looked for your father. And then he got them talking. And your father thought he, he saw somebody nice and beautiful. Well, she is nice and beautiful. But all the while, there was a divine agenda. Do you understand? Jeremiah chapter 1. There's a divine agenda. Verse 5. It says, before... I formed you in the belly. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you to know. I understood you. We had an engagement. Before you were born, certain things had already taken place. I sanctified you. In other words, I, I poured my spirit upon you. I anointed you. I engraced you. I then ordained you. In other words, I commissioned you. I put a reason behind your mission. Do you understand? And then I ordained you 
a prophet to the nations. So, your purpose is very important. There is a reason why, there's a reason why you are here. And I love that last word there. It says, prophet to the nations. There are five-fold ministry, we know. It did not say, and I ordained you a pastor to the nations. No. It did not say, I ordained you a, an evangelist to the nations. No. It didn't say, and I ordained you a teacher to the nations. No. It didn't say, I ordained you an apostle to the nations. No. It said, I ordained you a prophet. But first, what is purpose? Let's go the meaning of purpose. Dictionary defined purpose as an anticipated outcome. We know that. Bible says so. With, that is intended or that guides your planned actions. Right? That's the meaning of purpose. Another word for purpose is reason. Eh? Three-letter three letter word. Why? Why are you here? Why am I here? Amen. And then the word prophet, a a person who sees, a seer, a prophet, a voice, a voice. The word prophet here is not just talking about, it's not talking about um, the off, just the office of the prophet. No. The instrument of the prophet is his voice. It's his ability to have an unusual insight into what is going to happen and then make a proclamation to the people. So listen, every born again, spirit-filled man or woman, right, has a voice for something. So in other words, he said, I've ordained you as a prophet to be a crusader for something. And so it is because of this very thing that touched the heart of God that God approached you before consciousness and say, I will give you a body and I have a problem for you to solve. I have an issue for you to address. You know what the Bible says? It says it caused the rain to fall on both the righteous and the wicked. Has it not crossed your mind? Why some people just get up and say, I say I'm, I'm, I'm a crusader for trees. You know, save the trees. Some say, Save the whale. As some will say, save the planet. You know? Some will say, save the earth. Every man is born to be a crusader for something. And that cause is the reason why you are here. Ask your neighbor, why are you here? Are you doing it? Are you doing the reason why you are here? Or are you just playing around? You can play around and not fulfill the purpose for which God sent you here. There is an agenda. There is a plan. There is a reason. And God has empowered you for that reason. Praise the Lord. Three things your purpose must do. Three things. Write this one down. Number one, your purpose, your reason must exalt Jesus Christ. It must. Your reason must exalt Jesus Christ. Number two, your reason must evangelize the lost. 
Number three, your reason must encourage believers. You cannot fulfill your reason for being on earth without God through Christ. That's why he said, before you were born, I, God, I knew you. I knew you. I knew you. Life outside that knowledge leads to frustration. Do you understand? How do I test my reason and how do I test my purpose? Number one, it must what? Exalt Christ. Number two, it must evangelize this unsaved. And number three, it must encourage believers. Any of these three, any of these three things are missing, you are on the wrong track. Praise the Lord. So the Holy Spirit is the one that prepares us. There is a setting aside and setting apart for what God has called you to do. It is the Holy Spirit that, that he said, I, I sanctified you. He put that in there. Introducing the purpose of the Holy Spirit in your life. The purpose of the Holy Spirit is to prepare you for this great assignment. The reason for which you were birthed. That's the reason. So God has formed and shaped us for his purpose. Amen. But God's purpose requires the Holy Spirit. And that's why you must always pray. And that's why we are praying today for the revelation of this purpose and the strength to endure and the strength for execution. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I, uh, I met a gentleman this week. A gentleman called me. So he just, out of the blues, I mean, I've, I've heard his name before. You know one of those guys that you just, his, name's just, his name just floats around in certain circles, you know, he, back in the day. I mean, he still is. He was, he was extremely wealthy. We were in the same industry, as it were, you know. And then um, he was extremely wealthy. I mean, if you, every conference he will be there. He'll be invited to come and speak. Obscene amount of money he was making. And then he just, from nowhere, he just popped up my messenger. And he said, Eddie, hi. I looked at his name. I said, oh, this guy's name sounds familiar. This looks familiar. So all of a sudden I remember. I said, hey, how are you? So I was wondering, who is the guy? Why is he, guy? Why is he contacting me? Is he trying to sell me something, you know? Everybody's always trying to sell you something, you know? I said, so I said, I said, how are you? I said, I'm fine, you know? And I said, oh, how is, how is everything going? You know, one liner, fine. I was trying. And then he said, are you still pastoring? I said, hmm? So you know me as a pastor. He said, I have two accounts. Right? I have a personal account, right? And I have a business, I have a business account. So this was my business account. I think, mm-hmm. how did you cross over? How did you know I'm a pastor? So quickly, when he said that, um, I sort of like panicked. I thought, oh, wow, this is too close to home here. So I went to his uh, profile and I realized that he was a Christian. So I came back. I said, wow. I said, hey, how are you? <laughs> I said, man, I didn't know you are a brother. This time I already sourced him out. I said, I didn't know you are a brother. My goodness. Wow, I was very happy. He said, yes. I said, yeah, I'm still pastoring. I'm not giving up yet. I'm still at it, you know, and I don't plan to give up. And I said, so, he said, so he said, what do you do these days? So I was telling him. And then he said, I said, wow, so where is this going? He said, you know, he said, I, he said, I, as you know, I used to make a lot of money, and I still make a lot of money. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, he said that, but um, 
So all those times I was speaking at conferences and making so much commissions and, uh, you know, showing up my mansion and showing up my flashy cars. He said, I wasn't happy. I said, you were not. I would trade places, you know. <laughs> he said, no, I wasn't happy. He said, I thought, I, I came into this industry thinking that I just wanted to make money. I came into this industry thinking I just wanted to... Um, um, you know, live in a big mansion, drive, drive fancy cars, you know, owns a few Ferraris here and there. And he said, but I realized that th that's not the reason. Now I've made all this money, I live in a big house, I have my fancy cars, something is still missing. He said, then I realized that Jesus is the one, that life outside Christ was not really doing it for me. He said, so he gave his life to Christ. He said, so now I'm now doing the same thing, right? He says, doing exactly the same thing. He's a digital marketer, doing exactly the same thing. But this time he says that it's fulfilled. I said, it's interesting you should say that. I said, because our ministry is about raising believers in the marketplace. And he got very excited. He said, I've never seen a pastor like you before. He said, do you mind if I interview you? I said, whoa, interview me. And I said, whoa, you're not so fast here. You know I mean? Just, I said, he said, no, 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 no. You have a real message. I would like to interview you. So I said, okay, give me two weeks so I can, you know, find out, you know, where is this going to, you know. But you see, he was doing the activity, but his activities did not meet these three criteria. So when he made the money and bought the house and bought the cars, right, the need in his soul was still there. Now he's doing the exact same thing, teaching people to, I mean, still making a lot of money, teaching people to generate leads online, the same thing, but with a different purpose. Do you understand? So it's very important. You mu your purpose must evangelize, must encourage believers, evangelize, and what? What's the first one? And exhort what? Exhort Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so we see, we see that, you know, we see Jeremiah, how God called him. Listen to me. God will use anything. The Holy Spirit prepares you for your reason. He prepares you for your why. He prepares you for your purpose. Now, God can use anything. He used, he used your parents. He used your dad. He used your mom. The Holy Spirit used your school. Used your education, used your taste, used your preferences, used your problems, used your challenges. The Holy Ghost will use everything to prepare you. For Joseph, it was the pit. For Joseph, it was the lies against him. For Joseph, it was the palace, the prison that he used. God will use anything and everything to prepare you for your journey. Are you listening? He is the maker. He is the potter. You are the clay. Every piece of vessel in your home, every piece of um, uh, cutlery or utensils in your home, they all have a reason. Amen? They all have a reason. They have a use. They have a purpose behind them. The Bible says, it says I have fashioned you. I have made you. I have created you. Every creation has a purpose behind it. The microphone I'm using is designed with a purpose to magnify my voice so I don't strain my voice when I'm doing the will of God. Does that make sense? 
The same thing. You are an instrument being prepared by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one that chooses what, what chooses the tools and the means, your training path, your training program, the circumstances of life, the Holy Ghost will use all to prepare you for this very reason that God engaged with you before you were born. So, brothers and sisters, before you complain about your situation, think twice. Before you complain about your family, think twice. Before you complain about your job, think twice. Before you complain about your business, think twice. Before you complain about that child, think twice. There is only one you. Only one you. Nobody could have done it like Joseph. Nobody. First Joseph, second Joseph, both of them. Nobody could have done it like Joseph and Mary. Nobody. Ah. Eh? I ask out a girl. I ask a girl out. Then one day I come back from work. Honey, what's going on? He said, I'm pregnant. So what happened? I said, I don't know. The Holy Ghost came upon me. Are you serious? <laughs> I, will, I will drag you and that Holy Ghost. <laughs> you and that Holy The Holy Ghost has to manifest. Huh? If it is the Holy Ghost, then that which got you pregnant is of the Spirit. Then you must give birth to air. How do you not give birth to a whole man? Body, spirit. And you say, um, just receive it. This is, this is God to you. Ah, only Joseph, could, eh? only Joseph could have done it. Only Joseph could have done it. Only Joseph. Only Joseph could have done it. Pick me from daddy's house. Put me in a pit. Sold me to, the, to Pharaoh. And then you now showed up how many years later that you are hungry. Ah! Hey! The moment the first one, <laughs> the moment the first bloke shows up and I see his forehead, you know, <laughs> I said, This one looks like me. Are you, who's your father? He said, Eh? It was you. I will first of all go to the other room. <laughs> <laughs> How best do I execute this guy? <laughs> I, I need to do it in such a way that, you know, I need to do it slowly. <laughs> every pain has to count. Ah! Every pain has to count. Where do I start from? Do I need to use the, use the pliers? Ah! Do I take out his fingers? One by one, and say, I am Joseph. I am Joseph. <laughs> Only Joseph could have done it. Only Joseph could have done it. Only Joseph could have done it. Only Jacob could have done it. Uncle was cheating him. 
And he kept quiet. Uncle was cheating him. He even cheated him with his wife. Are you serious? And you say you're my mother's brother. I will be the first. <laughs> Not uncle, 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 uncle. What's going on? I thought you're my mother's brother. What's all this shenanigan? You are cheating me. Okay, I'm not looking interested. Only Jacob. Listen. Only you can do it. Only you can marry that man. Only you can marry that woman. Just, just for the record. That bloke is not going home with me. And he's not going home to with any of you. Have nothing to do with that bloke. Know what I mean? Uh-huh. If you stay here, and uh, dear lady, whatever the Lord lays in your heart. <laughs> Only you can marry that kind of man. <laughs> Only you can raise that child. They're always calling you for, for, for meetings and PTA. PTA, PTA parents tell us, they do PTA in England. <laughs> I don't know. I'm only a messenger, mate. <laughs> I am not from this, I'm not from your planet. Yeah, what did they do? Parents meeting. Parents even, oh, is it me? Our own is the whole association. <laughs> uh, meeting. <laughs> and my kids <laughs> went to my evening with, uh, when my kids were growing. <laughs> uh, I won't say any much these days, you know, because uh, they have friends in high places now. I said, this particular child, I said, he's always making people laugh in class. And look at the child. <laughs> and, uh, are you a clown now? <laughs> is this what we, is it? <laughs> so one day I said, is this what I pay for? Pay for school? And the kid said, dad, you don't pay. <laughs> I said, okay, 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 I don't pay. But you are eating my food. Is that why? Is that why I'm feeding you? Only you can raise that child. Only you. Please tap your neighbor. Say, my neighbor. I am begging you. Stop complaining. Only you can do it. Only you. Only you. Only you. Only you. He said, I'm not happy. Only you. Only you. He arranged all the obstacles because of your reason. He arranged all your challenges because of your reason. He arranged your storms because of your reason.
He arranged your delays because of your reason. Only you can do it. I can't do it. I can't do yours. I am not fit and qualified. I am not sanctified and called and ordained to step into your shoes. I'm not. I'm too small to step into your shoes. And you are too small to step into mine. Every man born into this world is born for a reason. Do you understand? Now, the biggest mistake you will make is to look at your neighbor and compare and compare your assignment with theirs. It's foolishness. Do you understand? It's like the utensils in your house, the cups and the mugs and the plates in your house, complaining. And the mug goes, what a wicked family. All they do is drink tea and coffee with me. And they stain me with brown stuff to make matters worse. They set me always on fire on the radiator. <laughs> and I will look across the table and say, look at those plates. Look at them. They're having a good life. Funny lots. They set them flat on the table. They even lay a tablecloth before they put, set them down. And in fact, they even light candles around them. Useless plates. <laughs> I wish I'm like you. You don't do that. You don't. Every vessel has a purpose. You woke up this morning, brought out your shoes. If your shoes are like mine, they have laces. I didn't tie them around my neck. <laughs> I did not tie my shoes around my neck because my shoes have a specific purpose. I have a shoe size. The cobbler had me in mind and crafted the shoes. I will never tie my shoes around my neck even though they have laces. Do you understand? Listen very carefully. You have been properly put together. Properly crafted. It doesn't matter how tough life is. You are a man and a woman on a mission. It doesn't matter how tough your training is. You are a man and a woman on a mission. Right now you think that this mission will kill you. No, I'm saying no. Oh, no. No, no, no. If you have any idea who put you together, if you have any idea who chose this mission, if you have any idea, any inclination who sanctified you, if you have any idea who, who ordained you, if you have any idea of the one who said, I sent you forth, you will know that no challenge on this earth can take you out. You will know. So, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, I want to be comfortable in yourself. Because there's no one like you, and there will never be. There's no one like you, and there will never be. I don't care who is trying to talk you down. They are foolish, ignorant. They know nothing. They know nothing of the pre-conversation that you had before you were born. No, they know nothing. But don't be like them, foolish lots. 
who have no idea where you are coming from, who have no idea where you are going to, or the problems that God has called you to solve. Don't be like them. Don't be like them. It should be water off the dog's back. Don't listen to them. Listen very carefully. There's no one like you. There's no one. No one like you. No one can ever be like you. Not even in imagination. It can never be like you. No one can take what you take. And no one can stand where you will ever stand. Because God ordained you, called you, sanctified you, has an, has a, has made you, gave you a voice for a cause. Our prayers this morning is that you discover that cause and discover on time and set, your, set yourself solid and pursue it. Amen? May you never give up. In the mighty name of Jesus. From today, I pray you will find life fulfilling. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fulfilling in the time of joy. Fulfilling in the time of sorrow. Fulfilling when you understand. Fulfilling when you don't understand. In the mighty name of Jesus. Rise to your feet and let us pray this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want my number on the screen. I want to give a few people an opportunity. Listen very carefully. Life, there is no purpose outside God. He said, before you were born, I, I, Jehovah, I knew you. I knew you. The greatest mistake you will ever make is to think that you are the product of a man and a woman. No. No, 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 no. You are the reason for mommy and daddy. Amen? The mission was set before your father met, met your mom. That's why I tell people sometimes when you, when you criticize your, your parents and say, oh, yeah, it was because of my background. It was because of my front ground and my side ground. <laughs> I say, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't understand. When Jesus was born, Joseph had a revelation of heart. He knew this is my purpose. And he kept quiet and folded his hands. And allowed God to do his work. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, every head bowed. Please bow your head in honor and respect. I have my number on the screen here. And my number, this number will be on the screen when we are done. I'm going to make a call. And at the end of this call, I want you to take my number and send me a text. So I can call you. Pray more with you and then walk with you. Amen. So let's say Heavenly Father. Come on, say Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. I come this morning empty. I want you to fill me with your purpose. Lord, today I step forward in my heart to receive Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Lord, I want to live a life of purpose. I want to be fulfilled. I want to do my assignment on earth. But I want Jesus to come into my heart. Lord Jesus, today I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you died for me. And from today, I make a declaration that you are my personal Lord and Savior. 
in the name of Jesus, I will live a life of purpose. I will live a life of meaning. I will be a crusader for something that the Lord will reveal in my heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Still every head bowed if you are, if this is your first time of praying this prayer. See, I don't want to take anything for granted. There are so many frustrated professionals. There are so many wealthy people who commit suicide every day. If you are here and this is the first time you will pray a prayer like this, just raise your hand up. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Raise your hand up just for indication so I can pray with you. And then you will take my number and send me a text later. I see that hand. The Lord bless you. I see that hand. The Lord bless you. Thank you for your honesty and sincerity. Thank you. I see another hand. The Lord bless you. May my God reveal his purpose to you this morning. I see a second hand. See a second hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can drop your hands now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for these hands raised this morning. I decree a new day for them. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I speak over them this morning that they will fulfill their purpose on earth. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I cover them with the blood of Jesus. I ask, oh God, that you strengthen them by your spirit in their inner man. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Just put your hands together. Amen. Thank you. Now, um, those of you who raised your hand, please, that is my number. Make note of it. Memorize it. And send me a text today. Preferably, preferably immediately after this service. So I want to call you. I want to share my story with you. And I want to be part of your journey. Amen. So please do. Right? 30 years ago, I, I, I raised a, my hand like that. And look at where I am today. So, now, why is my number up there? Because I don't want to embarrass anybody. Amen? So, that's my, that's my personal number there. Right? That's the same number on the billboard. That's, I only have one number. That's it. So, you text me, and I will call you, and then we get into Jesus together. Amen? You are blessed. Please put your hands up together one more time. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. We give him all the glory. Amen. Please, you may be seated. Hallelujah.